Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, and just bearing in mind, yesterday we had US CPI numbers and uh, a huge amount of volatility um, with, I suppose, some mild direction. But um, broadly speaking, we, we saw some really wild swings. So we'll go in and we'll just break that down in a little bit more detail uh, in just a second. So, um, so let's uh, let's start as we always do with a risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. Hopefully, that's a little bit better sound wise. Um, yeah, and uh, and just as a quick introduction, then um, all profitable traders they need to consider a, you know a series of important elements, and it's irrespective of what your trading strategy is, but. You need to have a methodology that allows you to determine, you know, which markets should we be trading, which markets are likely to give us the best bang for our buck. Um, so many traders trade, you know, two or three markets. And all that's doing is really limiting. And when we break down what those two or three markets are, they're probably two or three currencies. And the problem is they're correlated. So you're very likely to miss, you know, big opportunities in oil and gold and indices and and in the end and things like that if you're just purely focused on a very limited number of markets now you will get to know those markets um uh, quite well you would assume over time um but it is about sort of um identifying where the best opportunities lie and for us we have a basket of 16 which we narrow down to two three four trades pretty much most days so we do have that ability to just narrow down our focus and and just focus on on um, some high probability trades. Okay, so then it's uh, it's about entry. Um, how do you enter these markets uh, consistently? What prices do you look for and what do you want to see happen? Where do you don't want to exit these markets? How do you manage risk? Hopefully, especially if you're starting out, you know, you can, you can calculate 1% of your, of your capital and, and look to trade that. And that's a good starting point, all things considered. Um, irrespective of how much actual capital you're trading with. So start low and then you can build from there. Um, trade management, of course, uh, when markets are moving in your favor, we're able to, to close out, you know, three really good profitable trades yesterday in the end and uh, just prior to these CPI numbers coming out. So it just shows you how important it is to actually, uh, and it's one of our pillars really, is, is to be uh, patient um and sometimes you, you do have to uh, wait a prolonged period of time before you can have the right conditions to get into the trade in the first place so all of these things uh, are important considerations and we do address these considerations up screen on screen live every day in our trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in in our decision making 
uh, trying to be as accurate as we can with the levels that we're using, disciplined with our capital, uh, and of course, be patient as well. All all important factors. Okay, so uh, let's let's go in and have we'll have a look at this um, this news event to begin with. Then, uh, good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. So, um, if we scroll down to yesterday's news event, um, the whole week was really sort of focusing on Thursday's CPI numbers, and they kind of proved to be correct. However, we did, we started to see markets actually move in a positive fashion. I think if you went back on Monday, there was a bit of positivity, in, and we saw a, a strong move to the upside, which subsequently reversed. Then Tuesday, not an awful lot. Wednesday started to build a bit of positivity again. And then we got really quite aggressive and um, prices started to push and accelerate to the upside. And we can often refer to that. And what was concerning for us and the reason why we wanted to book in profits prior to 1.30 yesterday. So we were, we were, we were able to sort of achieve our weekly target um, by the time we got to this 1.30 news event. And it's only because we were a little bit concerned that we could be uh, buying the rumor and selling the fact, uh, or potentially look to sell the fact. And um, that's what it was sort of looking like prior to the CPI numbers. Now, since they came out, we had a huge spike to the downside and then a, a massive reversal. We made marginal new highs and then we reversed again. So really, quite a choppy afternoon in the end we, we were able to stay out of it and now we're looking at these markets and seeing right well we've made profit up to cpi cpi produced an awful lot of erratic volatility which without real significant direction and now we're thinking right well which way is the market settling which way are we are we very likely to move from here um unemployment claims improving slightly on the expected uh, still a very strong jobs market in the us and um we've got gdp numbers uh, actually coming in slightly better than expected so we'll have a look at the pound uh, in a little bit more detail um you know it's it's staving off um this you know recession this three month um gdp in negative territory so um we're expecting uh, 0.2. Uh, we saw 0.1 figure. So still growing, believe it or not, uh, in the UK, despite all its difficulties. And the only other bit of news that we have today to consider is the consumer sentiment. Now, um, there's every reason to suggest that actually consumer sentiment is actually picking up a little bit. And, and I think the figures over the last uh, three or four months, you know, five months, uh, have shown that. Um, a bit of upside we've got this you know the odd erratic number in here like in november but broadly speaking uh we could even go back to july uh august september october and december all actually picking up slightly so that's probably in line with the overall sort of sentiment which lies behind these markets so an important and 70 percent of the u.s economy is consumer driven so as one they need they, they really need people to to spend the money that they they earn or have uh, in the economy because it, it'll it'll boost um, productivity and um, so I'll just bring this back a little bit so so yesterday was an interesting one um, this is the S&P 500 just wanted to show you uh, just give you a little bit of an overview 
we're still down in this um we're in this little downtrend still and and i think we can probably say we can probably say it like that for now but we've got this little upper trend line uh we're kind of running into it now at this stage we did say you know we'd probably get a little push to the upside but this section in here is an important um uh little phase because we could easily get this little move back down to the 37.55 so we are at an important stage so we don't want to just assume that this market is going to kick on to the upside um what the market now seems to be pricing in is a 25 basis point rate hike uh, from the fed because inflation is coming down um and we're down to that 6.5 number so um we're still three more than three times above the expectation uh, of where the fed want to be so for us the the fed would are absolutely going to keep going um we're getting a bit of softening across the equity uh, across the bond markets which do support um these indices markets to the upside you know there's a bit of softening there um 3.45 and this is a this is over a 10 year period this is where they see rates at 3.45 um near term they're still looking at at the, the two-year treasury note at 4.14 however again there's still a bit of sort of near-term softening so this is all sort of supportive um of the equities to the upside we're not really getting that which is why we we were wanting to be a little bit patient yesterday because you know these markets could still um we've got strong highs just above um dow jones is looking a little bit more purposeful perhaps um and some of the other ones but look this candlestick is really quite dangerous if we just show you the you know we got out of this market up at these highs up here and then we saw actually a strong spike to the upside and then you know it was something like a 70 pip uh, a 70 pip move to the down oh no sorry this is the um this is the nasdaq so we saw uh 11,500 down to so 250 pip move 270 pip move potentially um so that would have cleared out a, you know a lot of sort of near-term traders and scalpers and um and 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 then prices rallied to the upside so we got the strong move to the downside um let's just say for argument's sake a 300 pip move to the downside our point move to the downside followed by a 300 pip reversal followed by another 300 pip to the uh, point to the downside so in the space of um two hours we, we probably saw in the region of uh, a 900 point round trip to the upside and to the downside and then we could add a fourth one um so really really quite volatile uh really volatile over the course of the day now our bias would be to the upside we're just wondering you know have we kind of run out of steam maybe um, and price action is is not as it's not as um 
comfortable as we would probably anticipate off the back of a really impressive uh, CPI number coming in at 6.5%. Uh, back in July, we're up at 9.1%. So a sizable move. Um, I suppose the problem that the, that the markets have is that, you know, how are the Fed going to move now? Are they going to, you know, try to do everything they can to get ahead of inflation or are they going to pander to it? Are they going to try and uh, tighten market conditions or are they going to sort of inadvertently just ease them? Um, we think they probably need to tighten. That would be our position. They need to continue to tighten. We would certainly be advocates of a 50 basis point rate hike, although it seems that the market is now penciling in a 25 basis point rate hike. So the markets are reacting positively to the fact that, that the Fed are beginning to slow their approach. Now, <clears throat> this narrative is market driven. So what it's not taking into account is what decision the Fed are actually going to make. And the Fed are talking about, you know, staying higher for longer, um, and being aggressive, trying to get in front of inflation and things like that. So this could still very easily go both ways. And um, we don't want to be, now we've elevated, now we're up at these higher levels and the news has come out, the market can digest that that, that news. We don't want to assume that we, we are automatically just going to continue rocketing to the upside. It might be the case, but we want to... Um, uh, just be mindful that it it, it might not be and um so worth worth watching we'll have a a bullish bias to these markets if these if these prices can actually get above these levels so we will be looking for indice strength uh so we're getting a bit of a boost out of the the FTSE and um and the DAX, so they are following suit. So we're able to make money on the S&P, uh, sorry, on the, the NASDAQ, um, the tech stocks in the US, you know, getting a little bit of a bounce. And uh, we're looking to, to, to sort of go with that, but also European indices, you know, beginning to push higher. Um, and uh, the, we had some good trades in the yen yesterday as well. And Bitcoin, a sizable, um, breakout to the upside above that 18,300 level. So um, up to 19,000 now. So that's a, an interesting little bounce. We're still, since uh, June last year, we're, we're pretty much in a sideways pattern. So it's nothing to get too too excited about. If you zoom out a little bit, you're kind of running into all these resistance levels. Um, so it's going to be, continue to be a bit of an odd market we would assume, but certainly benefiting from the positivity we're seeing across the uh, the industry space. So US oil, um, our bias was to the upside, going into CPI, we're interested to see, right, well, how is CPI going to, going to impact things? Um, we can certainly expect probably some further upside above the 79, 79.33. So we've got indices higher, um, oil to the upside above the 79.33. There's pros and cons for oil as well. Uh, we had a, a really high inventory number, 21 uh, million barrel swing from uh, a, a negative inventory number to uh, 
to a positive $19 million, million, um, 19 million barrel inventory. So that was a bit of a surprise. That should have a downward pressure on these markets. Um, But we've got China reopening now and in the process of doing so, so demand for oil uh, is probably likely to push higher in the near term. Uh, Again, we saw a nice sizable move yesterday. Um, Indices pushed higher, so we started to see a a relatively softer uh, dollar. Euro dollar exploding higher. Pound dollar almost grinding higher, but nothing nothing too huge. Uh, The yen was really our focus of yesterday. Um, And we're seeing some continuation again today, as you can see. Further downside there in the yen. Um, and the pound yen as well. So, and we would expect further further yen weakness really at this stage. Uh, and you can take your pick really now at this you know at this point. Uh, dollar Swiss, bit of indecision. Um, the dollar CAD, oil is pushing higher, so the CAD is strengthening slightly. Our bias. You know, always has been to the downside. We got into this trade earlier on in the week um, and um, for a downside move. And it just sort of just teased our, our stop loss. So um, it would have been a profitable trade at this point if we were able to stay in it. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. The Aussie strengthening um, and not so much against the New Zealand. So a mixed bag for the dollar, a bit of strength somewhere, a bit, a bit of weakness elsewhere. Uh, the Euro pound strengthening euro yen so we we look for that euro yen that yen weakness trade we've still got we've still got gold pushing higher so above 1900 above 1900 we can look for some buy trades so we'll have a look at that in just a second so that just about sort of wraps up the session let's Put the details down in our trade plan. We posted into the chat box, guys, so you can take it away with you. So a market summary. Yesterday, we were looking at mild risk on market conditions as we approach US CPI numbers at 1.30 today. So that that we, we have seen some continuation. We're not ultimately too surprised uh, about that. Um, So, so, um, so I can, we can say that we're now looking at more risk on market conditions post positive US CPI numbers. Um, and that might be a theme that that's probably likely to continue. So we've still got yesterday, we had a great sell trade below 141.50. Uh, the pound below the 160 level, if you look at the prices now and those, um, we're much, much lower. And uh, we're able to book in these these profits below just prior to uh, yesterday's um, CPI number. So I really, you know, we, we love these, these types of trades and uh, we're able to book in profit yesterday on those trades. But we are seeing continuation today now. So um, so let's put put these in. Right. 
so we're looking for US indices. Uh, higher. We're also looking for um, the yen. So the yen. Oops, sorry, let me uh, let me bring this up on screen for you. So uh, I'm just editing this. Uh, so the yen, we're looking for uh, the strength. Look at the um, uh, gold. by above uh, 1900 and uh, US oil to buy above yeah 79 79.33 so we look at these these opportunities so this is going to give us our focus we're looking for buying opportunities pretty much across the US indices uh, off the back of yesterday's CPI. So really, will we get that continuation? That's going to be a question for us. Um, potentially over the course of the day, that might be a decent trade. And if that does develop, then we'd probably want to get into that. And we just got to look for, we've already seen the moves over the course of the Asian session last night. So um, we want to try and see a pullback really in, in favor of the yen. And any pullbacks in the yen, we'd be looking to, to get into some yen strength trades so that would be the aussie sorry that would be the um the dollar yen euro yen pound yen all to the downside uh gold we're looking to buy above 1900 and us oil we're looking to buy above that 79.33 level so let me post that into the chat box guys we'll uh, we'll switch rooms now so um hopefully you can join us uh uh, in our room so look from everyone here guys thanks so much for joining us uh, take care we'll um any questions feel free to post them uh, but we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m for the european trading session which is now and uh again at 12 45 p.m uh for the u.s trading session so you're very welcome to join us for more information just go to the live trading.com and we'd be happy to um we'll be happy to uh answer any questions you perhaps have about trading these markets uh, via our website. So from everyone here, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.